I'm stuck in the chicken coop. Oh man. Entertaining for you. This is fantastic. Uh-huh. There's a latch there so that it doesn't lock on me. Hey, this is Jared. Hey friends, this is Annette, and this is our <laughs> Azure Farm podcast where we're gonna talk about all things farm, family, home, and all things in between. We hope you enjoy it. Hello, Farmily. I've got a fun story to kick off today's episode, and Jared doesn't know what it is. Here we go. So today, actually, I decided that I was going to set up some of the fly traps that I bought. Because being summer here in Georgia, humid, hot and muggy, there are flies everywhere. And there's a few things I've done. I make like a fly spray that I spray the animals with and all those things. But it smells pretty good. Yeah, it's like um, essential oils and different things. But then there's these fly catcher thingies that you can buy. And they smell like the worst thing you've ever smelled. Ever. Basically. Like, um, it's kind of like a rotten egg mixed with... Death. Yeah. And um, it's in a bag or a container, and you fill it with water, and it activates this powder that smells awful. And somehow that attracts flies. And I will say they work pretty good. You know, if you hang them in your stalls or in all your different areas, then they... um, Yeah. I mean, you catch a bunch of flies, which is nice. So I replace them every so often in the animal areas. And today I thought I would go put a couple down near where the alpacas are. So this is a new one that I got. And it wasn't the one I'm used to. And it required you to cut with scissors at the top, then fill it with water. So I had to fill it with water at the house. And then I walked all the way down carrying them but it was totally fine well then the tricky part was you're supposed to hang them and then I didn't really have a good method for that so I got string I should have gotten metal wire anyways I go to hang them with string as I am tying it and lifting it into the air to hook it onto the hook thingy it slips out of my hand and did what happened it went crashing straight onto my feet and exploded on the ground with the juice of fly death. You're you're sleeping outside tonight. (laughs) All over my feet. It smelled so bad. The only thing that made it just slightly better than what it would have been, like, the worst thing ever is if that would have happened to me after it was full of flies and I would have tried to grab it and it fell and then it had the death juice and the flies because no joke, 30 minutes later, because I did hang the other one, I went down there and the bag was already full of flies. So, the moral of the story is wear closed-toed shoes because mine were definitely not and I got that juice all over my feet. Um, I thought you smelled when you came in the office. No, I took a bath. Mm, you didn't get it. All. I mean, I, I'm not going to lie, I'm a little self-conscious. It's still on me. 
But, you know, the beauty of farm life is that there are times when those things happen. You know, one time, it could have been worse, actually, because let's go back four years when I hung one of those inside the chicken coop. Oh, yeah, I remember this. And I stood up into it, and it tipped it over, and it fell on my head. Yeah. The juice from the fly... Oh. Fly death. Fly death trap thing fell on my head. So I guess this one wasn't as bad. However, I was disappointed because I couldn't hang both fly traps and I really wanted to because they need, you know, there needs to be another one. So whatever. I'll just have to get another one. Okay, so that that actually oh. makes me think of uh, something a friend of mine asked me recently. Oh, okay. So everyone, Annette and her friend Angela are working on this cookbook that is so gorgeous. I mean, I was comparing it to Joanna Gaines. I don't know, some lady oh, my work that stuff. exists out there the other day <laughs> on our counter. And I think Annette and Angela's is better. So You're just saying that to be nice. No, not really. I don't really know a, a Joanna Gaines. <laughs> so basically then uh, they have somebody editing, another friend of mine editing their cookbook. You know, going through to catch any details, and she's a detail catcher extraordinaire, so she's caught a lot of details. Well, she sends me a note, and she says, hey, I'm really curious with this phenomenon. (laughs) Why do these girls, and not just Annette and Angela, but many I'm seeing on Instagram and things, why do they take such time to make farm life look beautiful? And then here's the punchline. Because it's really not. (laughs) And so, obviously, Annette's story just now of fly juju dropping on her feet. Um, I had another experience this week where Annette says, go to the chicken coop and get a chicken. You want to tell about that, Annette? Oh, yeah. I don't know what happened. I went in the coop this week to gather the eggs, and there was a chicken in the nesting box that did not appear well, and I was pretty sure it was not alive. And... I've not had this happen before, and I I really feel there was an issue with her laying the egg or being egg-bound because I'd seen her before, and she was totally fine and didn't look sick. So I don't know. I mean, I have – I guess I don't really have an issue with things dying, but I just can't touch, touch it. <laughs> and so I had Jared come yeah. in the coop and I was like Jared I think this there's a dead chicken in there but I just cannot I cannot make myself go grab it it's just like I don't know and so so she not, sends nice me on Jared the mission got, got some gloves on and gears up to go get the chicken and, and then I recognize the chicken has gone to the underworld where chickens go no I'm joking I'm trying You're to make help. it sound like an Egyptian chicken in reality this chicken was not alive <laughs> it was in the box and I had to escort it away. And that was not pretty. No. Not but did pretty. you make that your featured post of the day, Annette? Not no, that you day. Didn't. No, I didn't. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so my friend's question, it really made me think. And I thought about it, thought about it, thought about it. And I wrote her back and said, okay, here's my thinking on this. Um, you know, there's a lot of things on farm life that, yeah, they're not like beautiful. Like you get manure in your hands and fly death on your feet and dead chickens and but it's like that's not really the stuff that inspires people and wow and i think you know you go out in nature you can see a rotting log mm, it's nature it's 
might at the end of the day be a good thing, but it's not yeah. like you take pictures of it. But also in nature, you see mountaintops, you see beautiful forests, you see all these things. I really think there's something about capturing beauty. And in the homestead space, I'm getting to my point where I'm asking you a question. And no, you're work. fine. You're fine. In the homesteading space, I really think it's a cool trend. Like, I mean, think about it. There's one part of the world, part of society that would say, hey, take a picture of my butt. Oh, my take word. Take a picture of my new shoes. Take a picture of my implants. Take a pic. I mean, we could think <laughs> in ways that are like, yeah. oh, well, okay, they're showing off something they're really excited about in life. Their new L- Christian Louis Vuitton. Is that how you say it? Oh, wow. Yeah, I'm, I'm fancy. I'm Ain't none of those on this farm, folks. <laughs> there's definitely, I don't think there's even high heels on this farm. <laughs> yeah, what's a high heel? But, you know, people love taking pictures of that stuff. And it's like, oh, look at that, so neat. I actually think it's totally cool to see people taking pictures of their chickens, all their different chicken colored eggs and uh, this chicken and this silky and this donkey and this horse. And I don't know. I think it's actually a very healthy uh, activity to take pride in farm life because it's kind of a, it's a lost art. Uh, I shared a presentation this past weekend and I made a point about a hundred years ago, most people were a farmer. Yeah. Here we are a hundred years later. Most people, if you paid them a thousand dollars, don't know a farmer. That's just such a different place in society. And I think this little rural farming comeback of homesteading and things and people making it look beautiful, it's like, you know what? Good for you. So your thoughts, Annette. Well, okay. I've got a lot of different thoughts. Ooh. Um, I think last year with um, the pandemic and coronavirus and people staying in more, uh, it really did kind of spur a new interest in gardening and homesteading. You know, a lot of people kind of talked about the trend of like the whole victory gardens and how back in the day that was a thing and how that kind of resurfaced last year. Um, But, uh, you know, I guess for me, you know, originally I started sharing stuff you know, somebody asked me this today, like, did you originally plan to do an Instagram? And I was like, well, no, I mean, I just like taking, you know, pictures of things. And I do think, and I will say, there's different kinds of people, right? There's people that are creatives or that like art and things like that. And then there's ones that just have a different side of their brain and kind of don't have that. So I feel like maybe the ones that do farming who aren't as in that creative space might look at the accounts that are like quote unquote pretty and be like, Ooh, like what is the point? Like that's not real. So, I mean, I get that level of, you know, maybe things aren't shown. It's maybe too idyllic. Is that the word? That's fancy. I'm a fancy one. It's maybe too, too idyllic, but my whole purpose of sharing things was to inspire others to maybe want to do the same. And I think what's important is to be real with people when there's the good and the bad. So I feel like in my stories, I, you know, I'm really real about all the things that go on. And like this, we talk about in our podcast of when things, you know, we tell you what not to do and learn from us and all the bad and, you know, whatever. But I feel like it's cool to visually see something that is inspiring because if it inspires you to maybe do something similar, I think that's really cool. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, I guess your friend was saying, why do we go to such a length to make something look beautiful? I mean, I think it will attract more people yeah. and it can maybe 
I mean, my whole goal would be to like create and inspire, you know, others. And I don't think I'm going to do that if I post the dead chicken in the, <laughs> yeah in the, in the nesting box. And it's not like, I don't ever want it to come across as unrealistic. You know, I feel like all of us are at different plate, you know, in different places. Like some of us have a small garden, some have a big garden, some have like thousands of acres, some can just have one. I think the goal is to show that, you know, you can experience the joy and benefits of a homestead type lifestyle, no matter where you are, because it's really a mindset and it's really kind of a way of approaching life in a different way, no matter what you're doing. So yeah, I mean, I I like to show the pretty stuff, but I feel like I'm an artistic person. You know, I like that. I like that sort of thing. Well, and I think we underestimate the power of beauty in a lot of different areas. I think food is one of the biggest. Uh, The difference in, hey, here's your food, slop on a plate. true, right? Versus here's some food and here's a little garnish and here's a little wedge and here's a little... It's like, oh, wow, this feels fancy. It's like an experience. Yeah, it's more experiential. So, yeah, I think, uh, think you're on Yeah, something. I think that has been my thing with the whole, like, concept of Azure Farm and what we do, that it's more like an experience. Like, you know, you want people to really enjoy what they see and learn and, you know, it's just it's an all-around thing, right? I think that's why we do a podcast, too, you know? We decided it'd be fun to share and do our own stories and our own take. You get to know us a little more like this. You know, we don't share every day our back and forth and our interactions. You get to see that here in the podcast. So, yeah, I mean, I guess I'll keep sharing the pretty stuff. Or you can let me take your phone. I'll show you the real folks. I mean, why don't we do that one day and you do my stories? You used to do my stories more. Yeah, I know. You've just branched away. I mean, the COVID happened. The COVID happened. You were busy. Jared has been so busy. Um, Pandemic. <laughs> okay, and you turned French. I am French. Oh. <laughs> I do not like. You know, I've been to France a few times, and oh, everybody no. loves French food. It's like oh, it's like the so ultimate right. cuisine of the earth. And for me, when I've gone to France, it's like, <laughs> where's your Indian restaurant? Uh, yeah, I'm looking Can for an Ethiopian restaurant. Okay, first of all, Jared is gluten-free. Do you know what is like the one thing French people eat? Bread. Delicious gluten. <laughs> and then I think the second thing they eat is chocolate. I, well, okay, I think I would say the biggest thing, before you talk about the ignorance, I know nothing, but I think I there's a lot don't. of sauces no, no, there is. Hold on. But I was going to say bread, chocolate, and then like the fancy cuisine. Yes, is like different. Yes. And sauce I'm like, whoa, dishes. I don't think this sauce like is a fresh squeezed lemon brown juice. Brown butter. Brown butter, yeah. Fancy stuff. <laughs> brown stuffed. butter sauce or a, what's it called? A slurry or a roux. Whoa. When you make right. all those fancy things. It's and above my pay those. grade. Anyways. I don't even know what Give I'm saying. Give me some banging Bartha <laughs> or some Pad Thai or some injera. I'm a happy camper. Jared does hate French food. Oh, man. That's great. Well, love French people. You're French. I love you. You and know my name is French. Did you know that? Annette is is a French name. Yeah. I don't hold Annette? that against you. Annette. No. I've, I've like, I like it. You, you like it. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I, I'm glad <laughs> I'm glad you enjoyed it. I think I'm going to keep uh, keep sharing the pretty things, and then we'll keep sharing the non-pretty things here. Uh, 
in the podcast. So I'm sure there'll be some more exciting fly juice stories coming up, mm. <laughs> coming up soon. But for now, let's please hope that doesn't happen anytime soon. Please. And we will be back next week with more, uh, I guess, behind the scenes and fun farmily, happy farmily things. So until next time, thanks for listening. Bye.